0: Hi, this is Pastor Frank at Frank's Bible Study. I just want to welcome you to this Bible study. I want to thank you for listening to this series. I hope that you've learned and have gone past what you already know and to allow the Holy Spirit to reveal truths of God's Word. So let's dig in. The Law, Torah, Part 4a. So Abraham was not a random guy that God reached out to. Abraham's name was Abram first, and then God renamed him to what we classically know him by Abraham. There's a time span of about 900 years. So Noah's son, Shem, is Abraham's great-grandfather seven to eight times. Abraham has deep Semitic roots, but there are other Semitic people historically. Some people think that it's only the Jews, but there's other Semitic people as well. Picking up from Abel and the sacrificial offering in Genesis chapter 4 is very similar, if not identical, to Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy. The same for Noah, but in addition, the subject of clean and unclean animals. After the flood, clean and unclean birds as well. The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent and thought of his heart was only evil continually. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. As we read in Hebrews 11.4, 1 John 3.12 and the Hall of Shame, Jude 1.11, each of these verses give witness to Cain's heart. We draw and conclude the terms unrighteousness, wickedness, and evil. Differentiating between wickedness and righteousness, good and evil, and without the law to tell us what we find in Romans 3.10. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Also in Galatians chapter 3.24. Therefore, the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. So at this point in the narrative, it appears to be oral and unwritten phonetically. We read a time period when history was oral and possibly some sort of limited cuneiform in a language with no alphabet. Yet the basic principles of a developed Judeo-Christian moral law and faith are very present for 50 chapters in the book of Genesis. Continuing with Abraham, it reads in Genesis chapter 26, verse 5, Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So that this can make more sense, we need to discover exactly what God gave him up to chapter 26 in the book of Genesis to explain what exactly he said. So let's start with the continuity of this theme of God-given righteousness that is present from the beginning, and it was good. So everything God did in the creation at the end of it all he says, and it was all good. God is good and therefore goodness is eternal. The law of opposites tells us, well, the opposite of God, and that exists. It's not that the darkness is the absence of light, rather it's the darkness is the absence of God. With God we have the lantern to our feet, and with the developed understanding of God we can come to a timely revelation of God's words if we are only reading from the gospels and the epistles only we cut ourselves short on the understanding and comprehension of the beginning in ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 it says just as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love this clearly says that god's holiness existed before the world was created this is to say god's character is holy God is eternal and therefore His holiness is eternal. The Torah is God's instruction. These instructions are God's mind and the Torah is holy. The Asaret HaDeBrat or Ten Commandments. The Torah narrative tells us that Moses was 80 years old when he received the Ten Commandments. So the $1 billion question is, what was Abraham obeying when it says, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws? The self-explanatory aspect of this is when he says, obey my voice and kept my charge. This we can understand without too many studies. So, I have a couple of questions. Was this the only time God really asserted himself clearly to anybody when it came to his direct will and purpose? What exactly is Abraham being without a formalistic Torah? And the last one is the answer in what God said or what man has done to get God's wisdom and resolve. The Lord instructs Abram to leave his father's house and the land they are from. Then made Abram a large promise of a large future. We see a recurring theme of altars and calling on the name of the Lord. We learn something about God when he plagued Pharaoh for Abram's wife. This is not the first time plagues hit Egypt for God's will and purpose. God intervened on Abram's behalf. Notice this is one of God's fingerprints in his character. Now this is just Genesis 12, and we can see there is a lot of information that can explain God's characteristics. Quote, Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Unquote. So Abram got Lang wrong, and God corrected it for him and got him out of the mess he created. In chapter 13, Abram traveled back to where he started, and the first thing he did when he arrived was to call on the name of the Lord. This marks the first encounter and experience within the will and purpose of God. When strife began to arise in the camp, Abram made a decision that eventually caused more problems for Lot and his own, which ended in war and complete destruction. Why? It is for many immoral reasons and principles. In chapter 14, it all starts to get deep. The first altar Abram builds is in the Terebinth tree of Moray. The second altar he builds between Bethel and Ai. The third, he eventually built an altar in Moriah for the sacrifice of Isaac. Moving back to chapter 14, an alliance of surrounding kings and political chaos, Lot is stuck right in between it all. And Abram and his trained servants miraculously rescued Lot, his family, and his goods. The main highlight is when Abram meets Melchizedek. And familiar enough, Melchizedek brings bread and wine and was the priest of the Most High God. Quote, And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand, and he gave him a tithe of all. As we can see, the unfolding narrative is revealing God's character in His holiness, righteousness, justice, mercy, grace, and love. To do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. It is easy to see that we may not have the Torah as given to Moses and the Israelites. We see God's moral law in His direction, in His holiness. We see God in His promises, direction, correction, and judgment. We see types and shadows of the ceremonial law. Knowing this is knowing Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening. This is the end of Part A. Listen for the continued podcast of The Law, Torah, Part 4, B. Thank you, and God bless.